Hello and welcome to The Beautiful Game, a series exploring personal improvement and resiliency through interviews with soccer coaches from around the world. Beautiful Game is brought to you by Weasels FC, a brand for the tenacious, quick-witted, and occasionally underestimated. I am your host, Tony Niccolo. Join me as we learn to live, work, and play better with more confidence, resilience, and success. I'm here today at Legia Warsaw in, in the stadium, in their offices, uh, with Sebastian Rzitski. And I really want to thank you, before we start, for welcoming my sons and I into the club and, and the program here in Warsaw. It's been a pleasure to be here, and I'm really excited now to, to learn a bit more about how you and the Academy view elite performance and, and development. So let, let's get going. You're the coordinator for U5 to U12 at the Legia Warsaw Academy, and you hold uh, UEFA A Elite Youth yeah. Coaching License. Can you share a bit more about your background and your role at Legia? Okay. From an early age, uh, I have been associated uh, with uh, football. Um, at the beginning as a player, active player. Uh, later, I chose the study of uh, Academy of Physical Education in Warsaw, where I graduate my first uh, football courses. Uh, I have been working for six seasons in, uh, in Legia, Legia Warsaw, earlier as a coach um, of the under 10, under 14 and under 15 teams. Uh, in the meantime, I have completed the course of uh, UEFA Elite uh, Youth A, um, for two years, I have been uh, the coordinator of uh, of the U5 to U12 uh, teams. Um, currently, uh, there are um, 35 youngest team in my um, in my club under my supervision. Uh, I cooperate with uh, 46 coaches now. Mm. Um, what is my role? Um, I uh, support and control the training process. Um, I'm uh, responsible for scouting and recruitment, both the players and the, and the coaches. Uh, I, hel I help trainers to, to develop. Um, there are also many um, organizational activities, uh, activities with, um, within my responsibilities, controlling teams, budget, um, uh, approving friendly games or tournaments. Um, I don't have time to be bored. <laughs> Sounds like it. So... What does it actually mean to hold an A license for elite youth? If you, there's a lot of commentary among coaches, uh, particularly in North America, that the notion of elite is the wrong way to view youth sport. That you know these are just children after all. And what is your view of how how we should recognize, support, and and encourage young athletes? The UEFA Elite Youth uh, A license is the highest European uh, competence for uh, for the youth trainers. Um, uh, this is a course um, directed uh, at the highest level train uh, trainers involved in youth train training. Uh, in Poland, about one hundred and forty trainers have this license. In the future, the, um, the European uh, Federation as a plan that the management staff of every professional academy uh, should have this license. On our academy, um, train, we train on the professional level. 
at uh, each age stage we have specific skills that we are looking for uh, new potential players for example players of my age category are very important for us to play 1v1 skills reaction after losing the ball speed and mentality of, of winners um, so elements from four main area technique uh, individual tactics motor skills and mentally I've seen in some things that have been written previously that you've described talent and diligence as being key attributes of, of players in the academy. How do you tell if a player has these qualities and are they are they really qualities? Are they something that can be improved or are they innate characteristics? Each player in the uh, youngest uh, age categories in our academy, before joining to us, um, they have an adaptation period. Uh, so if he has um, the attributes we are looking for, uh, we must be sure that he is ready to change the environment. Um, we do not do anything by force. Often the players looks very good in his own team. There is there uh, he's the leader. He's the best uh, in our team. Uh, he will play. He have to play with uh, many players of equally high skill as him. Such a player is uh, invited to, to training with our teams. He goes with us to the tournament. We show him and his parents how we uh, how we work, which is um, uh, most important to uh, to us. Um, we must uh, minimize the risk of failure. We need to be sure that the player will uh, manage in a demanding environment uh, and will be able to develop. If we find uh, out after half uh, half a year of working in the academy uh, that is too difficult for this uh, this boy, uh, it will be our fault. Uh, we cannot afford it, and uh, we must remember that uh, that selection at such an early stage is very very difficult. Fair. So I've been here a little over a week now, and one thing that I've noticed is that players here seem to be unusually resilient, both in the traditional sense of, of just being tough physically, mm -hmm. but also mentally strong. You know, they're, they, they're quite determined to get back up or if there's a, a setback and, and play on with a lot of determination. Do, do you teach them that here, those, those mental skills and attributes, and, and how do you do it? It is uh, simple for us. Uh, just to like train, you play later. Our trainings are very strong. You probably noticed that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in training, we um, uh, use uh, games with high intensity. Uh, each exercise is based uh, on uh, competition. Um, we use the transition phase. The players do not have time to deconcentrate. Um, the trainers move uh, smoothly between exercises. Uh, everything is planned. We cannot lose uh, waste the time. Um, we want to uh, build uh, technical skills and build the mentality of winners. Of course, um, we we demand a hard, uh, strong game from them, uh, but with uh, respect for teammates and uh, and opponents. In matches, we we play what we train, uh, regardless of the opponents. Uh, we want to dominate, lead the game, score the goal, win matches. Um, and each player goes to the field to win. It is very important for us. So the the academy methodology at Legia is focused on creativity and attacking, and you train players to to take risk and build the self confidence to be able to 
perform and, and cope with future pressures at the at the highest levels of the game. How do you do it? For us, the the phase of attack um, and pressing are the um, elements that we train most often. We do not focus on on defending. Uh, this is uh, primarily due to the fact that it's uh, much easier to learn uh, to defend than to attack. We want our players to to have a good uh, technical skills. Uh, they play one v one effectively, and they uh, quickly pick up the ball after losing. Um, if uh, at this stage of of the training uh, we don't teach uh, the boys to make quick decision uh, in the game and risk in uh, three or four years, it will be much harder uh, to teach them. That uh, training and matches are the best place for for players um, at this age uh, to make attempts, uh, make uh, mistakes, and uh, draw conclusion from them, but also to build uh, self confidence. I think in the in ten years uh, they will be more um, accountable for the team's result. The pressure will be higher. And uh, this doesn't uh, encourage risky play and making uh, mistakes. If uh, not now, then in the future you may not to be able to learn a brave and uh, offensive game. Yeah, it might be too late. Yeah. yeah, you've developed a school here in Warsaw that in- draws some inspiration from the Anderlecht model in Belgium, and and that's a school that develops kids both as athletes and as people. And so while it certainly trains football, uh, it includes a, a multitude of activities, including swimming, dance, rugby, but also emphasizes academic achievement. So how do you approach developing human potential, not just athletic performance? Yes, this year we, um, we opened three classes of the primary school. Uh, for, for, for children, uh, was born in 2009, 8, 7, and 6. Um, our boys are coming to school, but uh, also the boys from the local club. Um, uh, this school is not obligatory. Um, if um, um, somebody lives far away, uh, he can stay at school near the house. Um, why did we uh, create these classes? Uh, we want players to spend more time with the ball uh, and have high-quality physical education lessons. Our trainers work uh, at at this school uh, on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, there are uh, they have uh, individual trainings, individual football trainings, and on the Wednesdays and Fridays normal physical d- education lessons. Uh, for example, gymnastics, swimming, uh, swimming pools, other teams' uh, sports. And after the lessons, all players go to the um, uh, go to the sti- stadium by uh, by bus. We have a problem with a lot of schools in North America now where kids don't, they, they cut recess time and, and kids don't get much physical activity. Is that a, is that a general problem here in Poland as well? Yes, yes. We, um, uh, um, we have um, a problem with this, this fact. Uh, so uh, it, it is a main reason for create uh, this class. Uh, so we can, um, uh, uh, we can create uh, another space for these uh, these boys to to join uh, to join to play another food another another games uh, uh, move some of activities. That's great. I know that Legia has a belief in raising 
not only footballers, but also bringing up people. Uh, the school is, is one of the examples of that. But that philosophy seems to be primarily targeted at children in the academy. But you seem to have an impact on adults, too. I notice uh, that there are kids right away who have the sort of social competencies and psychological ability where you communicate with them um, and they really sort of respectfully and warmly greet each other and the coaches and, and all of the parents, not just their own. It seems like you've done a good job educating parents to, to let their children make decisions, um, particularly in matches where there's no yelling, kick it, shoot it, pass from the sidelines. How do you communicate and encourage this this culture of what I think of as supportive independence uh, within the club? In our work, we do not focus only the um, uh, the sports area. Of course, we want to raise as many players as possible. Uh, we have reached to the top level. Um, we want um, our players to be very good players, but uh, also very good people. So um, people who will uh, manage during this their careers, uh, but also uh, who will manage when they do not develop his careers. Uh, we pay a lot of attention to respect and personal culture. We want uh, our players to set an example. Working with parents is not too easy, uh, <laughs> but uh, above all requires consistency. Whenever there are um, a situation which we do not accept, the trainers react immediately. Uh, we know that the matches or training uh, often generate a lot of emotions uh, and parents uh, in good faith want to help, advise the child. Uh, however, uh, we always try to show parents what are the, the consequences of such behavior. Um, the player does not make his own decision uh, he often reacts negatively to the parents comments um, loses the match and uh, doesn't not equal anything um, we prepared for parents uh, special documents uh, sports parent mm -hmm. uh, in which we uh, presented uh, what we expected from uh, them during the match or, or training and now um, it is working, so 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 it's good. When you work with with players, you really seem to be focused on helping them develop good habits, both as as players and as humans. And you know, we've got a global culture of screen addiction and and kids wanting to fill all of their downtime with mm -hmm. video yeah. games and YouTube videos, but. You know, you, you encourage rest and sleep and regeneration. How do your players cultivate those habits and, and how, how can people in general cultivate yeah. those, those healthy habits? Yeah, we also have a problem with this fact uh, that uh, children, um, instead of going outside the house and, uh, and playing football, prefer to play on the, on the console or at the Sera. We talk with the players uh, and parents about the dangers. We show the right way. Of course, uh, everything is for people, but uh, but you need to know restaurant. On the other hand, uh, the world is developing. Boys use uh, different f different forms uh, of learning, and uh, um, it is important uh, that trainers understand and try to use uh, use them. 
for example, uh, trainer, trainers in uh, our academy uh, often make challenge uh, players. Uh, they record a football trick on the phone and uh, and nominate one of uh, one of players to repeat and uh, then nominate another player and another and another uh, they use the whatsapp application uh, which is often used by boys um, this um, encourages additional work and pulls away from the console the second example we have uh, we, all, we have also a youtube channel uh, there are our matches, uh, but also all kinds of movies with actions, tricks and goals uh, that trainer can send the link to, to players uh, towards some fragments from the last match, for example. Yeah, so, so you don't just try and totally ban it because it's not realistic, but you, you try and use yeah. it as an effective tool as yes. part of the, the system. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There've been a lot of changes at the academy over the last few years and and you've spoken about the need for continuous improvement. How do you evaluate your own work personally and also as an academy to to make sure you're improving? I would uh, say here about uh, three very important stages. The first is the uh, planning. So functioning based on the program training plan is um, is very important. Um, the the program is um, adapted to personal capabilities, infrastructure, shows uh, which uh, we want to bring up players, show the way we want to go. However, everything does not always work perfectly. Um, that is why the next stage, the analysis, is very important. It allows us to check if uh, all elements of our program functioned as we imagined. The final stage is the implementation. Of, of, of application of our program function as we imagined. At our academy, we meet uh, together twice in the season. Uh, each trainer can comment on what he thinks works well mm. and uh, what is wrong. Uh, if we notice that something is wrong, we have no fear to change or delay it. Uh, such an uh, action um, testifies to high responsibility and awareness and not fear of the opinion of others. For now, I just said about the evaluation of the training program. However, uh, it is also very important for us to develop our trainers. Every Tuesday, uh, we have a theoretical and uh, practical workshop uh, uh, to be, uh, which we show what we expected from our trainers. Uh, uh, trainers also have their own development path, um, where for a year they work on on the strength uh, and uh, and on uh, on weakness. And the end of month, they sent a brief report of uh, of what they did to develop these these areas. Sounds like you've got a lot of the best practices from from the business world happening where you know yeah. you've you've got clear goal setting and and development plans and 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 a culture of of radical candor where it's um criticism is given in the the best spirit where mm. it, it is about improvement it's it's not about belittling people it's really fantastic who's a coach that taught you resiliency or or other mental skills um, um, I think there is not uh, one person 
who I owe the most. Uh, uh, on my way, I meet uh, people, many uh, people with different baggage of knowledge of uh, or, or ex experience. I think uh, that we can learn a lot uh, from everyone draw something for themselves. Hmm. For me, it's very important that the trainers uh, know how to listen to other people uh, despite a different opinion. I think it's, it is the, the most important thing. And was there a coach that treated you that way? Or was there a coach that, that's the opposite, that didn't listen and, and you had to, you sort of learned that that wasn't the way you wanted things done? I think um, um, I'm I'm grow up with uh, with this this opinion. So mm. uh, so uh, on my way, I meet uh, many trainers uh, when I uh, was young, and uh, I watch uh, how they working. Uh, what is uh, for him uh, his um, the most important, and I take for for myself uh, the the best for me. Mm -hmm. Is there a coach that you'd like to talk to about player development and and continuous improvement, and and what would you ask them if there is one? Um, as I said uh, earlier, we can learn from everyone. That is why we often go to foreign internship uh, to see, get the know how the trainers work, what they mm, pay attention to, what is the most important uh, for them. I think you you will uh, definitely agree that uh, every country is a slight different approach. Uh, there is no one ideal way. Uh, everyone adapts their program to to their own conditions. So so not one coach. No. no, that's a that's an answer that there are there are coaches that that some have that you know they've had this one mentor or they they have an idea of uh you know someone they've seen working and would like to sort of get inside their head but i think that your your notion of of continuous improvement and player development really is that that we can learn from everyone and that we can be constantly improving and and so to to just name one would would kind of be inconsistent with the the both your personal philosophy and the and the legia philosophy so a non-answer is is actually speaks volumes in in many ways so thank you for that sebastian it's it's really been fantastic to be here at legia and in warsaw i know my boys have had a fantastic time but i have to say i i've learned a lot being here and really enjoyed it and thanks for taking the time to talk to me tonight too thank you very much Thank you for joining us today on The Beautiful Game. We hope you also have some new ideas and inspiration to live, work, and play better. Please subscribe to get future episodes. And you can join the conversation with your host, Tony Niccolo, on Twitter at WeaselsFC. FC.